Welcome to the fourth pillar of play, a night shift radio production where we support your adventure in tabletop game design by discussing, learning, and creating right alongside you. And we're back. Hey, hiding behind the perilous noise of giant footprints thundering the earth beneath our feet. Is that what that noise is? The water are vibrating in circles. That's what what the noise is? Yes, that's what that noise is. Okay. It's not my dog. There was something perilous going on, but I wasn't sure. (laughs) Uh, Good evening, Josh. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I am well. I'm excited to talk about giants. Yeah. Giants. This is cool. Um, Um, This has been a fun little series thing that we'll have to go back to. I've been very much enjoying this series. I like that we've been going up in CR, too. Yeah. Here's some, like things and now dragons man dragons might be a big a big lift but well you know it, it's funny because you there we could get we could pull more dragon stat blocks because there's dragon stat blocks in in like uh, every book under the sun well yeah i mean uh Tal'Dori reborn mm-hmm. has a few um you, okay. you know we could really really pull some in but. so dragons might be part of the series but a multi-episode part of the series yeah it would have to be yeah for um good yeah. Well, that's the old the joke with the D section of any monster book. The D section of every monster book is could be its own book. Oh, totally. Because you have demons, devils, dragons, and and some so other it would seem. Should the giant section of any book, the G section of should should be in theory a huge section? But One could buy an entire book from Wizards of the Coast. That would yeah, you know, you might have an entire book. Um, Yes, Dragon's and so that one of the things we'll be adding book. into our mix today is we are going to. I did pick up, as I promised, I went to my friend, friend, friendly neighborhood game store. I can say the word friendly. Friendly. Yeah. I went to my friendly neighborhood game store and I picked up a copy of Bigby Presents Glory of the Giants. Oh, did you get the uh, fancy by cover Wizards one? of the Coast? I did get the fancy cover one. See? Oh, that's pretty Ooh. cool. Um, it's cool. It's got some giants on like a chessboard. Um, it's cool. It's nice art cover. Fizzbands. Um, it's that did, got. Like, the it's got. Thing was cool. Uh, fake writing around the outside, which I'm I'm wondering if it translates to anything. They usually do something funny with that. Uh, if you see any w- artwork in the monster manual that's got writing on it in like runes, usually you can translate them to say something, and well, they'll say something funny. In My Hero Academia, Midoriya, the main character, wears a T-shirt a lot that has some Japanese writing on it. But I guess when you translate it, it just says flannel. <laughs> so it's like flannel shirt. I I don't know oh exactly God. where the joke came from, but well. So, as we have continued in this series of episodes, last week we talked about the Hellhounds, mm-hmm. and uh, this week we are going to talk about giants. I think specifically we said we were no, going to talk about... sorry. Last week was Chimera. Oh, last week was Chimeras. I'm so yep. foolish. Last week was Chimeras. Right. Now we are moving into giants, and I think specifically we said we were going to talk about frost giants. Yes, we chose um, frost giants. For no particular reason, I would like to know more about frost giants. Well, I mean, the appeal there is the connection to you know i know that norse mythology has like fire fire giants as well but you think frost giants probably because of marvel that's the first one and elder scrolls yeah elder scrolls does it leans into it so yeah the frost giants i mean skyrim the the giants and skyrim i i Mm -hmm. I kind of conflagrate them with the draugr anyway and yeah um, or the drug gear, or however it's yeah, something it's about pronounced. the the frost giants generally. I think in the zeitgeist have really kind of captured that. I always, when I think of a giant, I usually think of a frost giant or or like a they also and, giant. Well, in my opinion, they also have the coolest aesthetic because they have that Anglo-Saxon Viking. Yeah, they aesthetic. they always have a strongly yeah Norse kind of vibe. Um. So yeah. So in keeping with our run of how these uh, episodes are going, we are going to begin with the. The Vanilla Monster Manual Frost Giant. We're going to talk through the lore, and we are going to talk through the um, the mechanics of the base stat block. We'll talk about like if there's any variations that uh, uh, move things in an interesting direction, but we're going to primarily stick to the uh, the base stat block. So with some books like Flea Mortals. There, which presents several different versions of every monster, we'll have to specifically look for the one that is closest to the baseline version right. of whatever monster we're looking at. In this instance, the Frost Giant. So, Man, you know, I'm sorry. I'm just going to the Frost Giant section of this Flea Mortals, and I'm passing the Hill Giants. And the way, you know, I think we've talked about in the past how the Flea Mortals tends to upgrade, you know, with these various versions of the monsters, right? Well, I'm because Hill Giants are basically like they're big and dumb and hit things. Well, there's not the a hill lot giant, there to them. 
I'm just gonna we're not gonna talk about them, but this hill giant flunky is the base, and then it uh-huh. looks like it goes up to basalt stone giant. A basalt stone. I do and like then, the, the and then granite basalt. stone giant, and then the final oh, most sophisticated. Yeah, the final most sophisticated is marble stone giant. That's Ooh, neat. does the marble stone? I don't have because you have my copy of the book. I do. Does the marble stone giant look like a Greek statue? Um. No, he looks. I don't know if that'll come up for you. He's got like okay. A, yeah. Oh, that's cool looking though. Yeah, he's very I like cool. The looking. art in that book. Yeah, I don't know what the aesthetic on him is exactly. It's it's it definitely has that Norseish Franco. I don't know. That's it's neat. Very yeah. cool. So I'm just getting my page because we're going to start with the monster manual. But we're going to start with the monster manual. I'm just going to. I'm going to. I've got them pulled up on D and D Beyond. I have. Um, uh, which has the lore and because it is part of the basic rules, the the fluff yep. and the crunch are all included right here on D and D Beyond. You don't even need a subscription to it to access it. Yep. Um, so let's talk about the Frost Giant. The Frost Giant, by the way, is a CR eight monster. So we've moved mm-hmm. up from quarter CR goblins all the way to CR eight Frost Giants. Yeah, and I feel like CR eight monsters are a, a good thing to have in your in your bag of tricks as a DM because they they are a good way to be high level challenges for low level parties but they also tend to pack a good punch to group them up against higher level parties yeah um so a little peek behind the curtain for our game i've been planning i i well you know this even in the game the, coming up you're going to have to face three captains of your big bad you're facing yeah and i've already told you this in yep. the in the um your characters know that you're going to have to face a an orc a giant and a dragon mm-hmm. in whatever order you decide to face them. And so in my head, I went, oh, well, if you go in increasing CR, it'll be an orc with class levels of some kind of frost giant and then some kind of white dragon thing. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I was looking at stat blocks and it ended up being the, the hardest thing was coming up with a cool orc stat block that didn't blow the CR off the frost giants. Right. So I end up with like, so like if I were to do it as my first draft, the lowest CR is the Frost Giant, and then the Orc, and then the Dragon. Really? Um, yes, because uh, the because I want the the Orc. You know, I'm, I'm looking at different uh, NPC player classes for the, uh, said Orc, and mm-hmm. I think the first one I looked at was like, oh, Arch Druid. That will be cool. An evil Arch Druid Orc. They're like CR twelve. Oh, <laughs> and the Frost Giant CR eight. So are they right, so, yeah. more intelligent in general? um orcs over giants no it's the it's it's the block so uh an arch druid is humanoid any gotcha so it could be an elf it could be a human in this case i would make it an orc right and but so it's it's not really that orcs are stronger than frost giants it's that arch druids are stronger than frost giants got it regardless of what species they are okay so anyway, yes, a frost giant is a huge giant, and it is neutral evil. It doesn't yep. care one way or another about following rules. It does what it needs to do, and it's got a CR of eight. It hasn't this this already. Its armor class is fifteen, and it says it has patchwork armor, um, which kind of belies what I'm used to thinking of when I think of frost giants. I think of them as very fancily done up Norse armor, but right. whatever. Yeah, I would think of the hill giants as patchwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, has 138 hit points and a speed of 40 feet. So already, the giants tend to have um, a higher speed based on the fact that they're just bigger, so their normal steps carry more ground. Right. You and I have a higher speed because we have a longer stride. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so they have a strength of 23. It's one of the highest ones I've seen. Yeah. Um, a dex of nine. <laughs> Uh, a con of twenty-one, an intelligence of nine. They're so they're sl- they're not nimble and they're not bright. A wisdom yeah. of ten, which is just neutral, and a charisma of twelve. They do have more of that sense of self, oh, well. um, but they're definitely a strength and con uh, based giant. Yes, their saving throws are con, wisdom, and charisma. They don't have a strength saving throw skill, so they have a con saving throw i know right they have a con saving throw of plus eight let's see if the math works their proficiency bonus is plus three their con is a plus five look at that the math works plus eight that one works. wisdom out, yeah. yeah wisdom plus three Just math works out yeah. charisma plus four the math works so for this particular monster the they, math works they followed it all the way yeah um, they have an athletics of plus nine, which the math works. And per se- what I, by the way, if anyone's listening for the first time, when I say the math works, 
what I'm saying is, so if I say athletics plus nine, the math works, that means that they they have a strength bonus of plus six and a proficiency bonus of plus three. So if they were a player at the table, their athletic skill would be plus nine if it was trained. So the fact that they are trained is the reason it's listed. So athletics plus nine, the math works. Mm-hmm. We have noticed sometimes that people fudge those numbers up and I sometimes can't figure out why. Now, if that would mean that if these frost giants had an ability, just one of the st- one of the standard um, characteristic traits that gave them advantage on athletics rolls, that would be a plus fourteen. Because as we learned in our last episode, when something has advantage on an on a skill check, it's mm-hmm. represented as a plus five. Oh, that's See? right. Yep. Oh, we yes, yes, something. yes. I remember now. Okay. Um, and they have a perception of plus three, which gels with a wisdom of plus zero. So the math works there. So, so far, the Frost Giants, all their math works, which I'm loving. Uh, yeah. They're an older monster that's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They are. They have a damage immunity to cold. Fair. They have a passive perception of 13, which is the math works. Mm-hmm. Um, they speak okay. giant, and that's it. <laughs> Fair enough. And they are, this is such a simple stat block. It gets two attacks. The giant makes two great axe attacks. A great axe attack is plus nine to hit. That tracks. Yep. Reach of 10 feet. That's cool. That's, that's giant. one of their giant's big things. They can hit you. Um, they do 25 points of slashing damage. So that means roughly a CR8 frost giant is doing 50 points of damage if it hits with both attacks. Okay. Um, they can also throw a rock. <laughs> I love so many giants have rock. And it's their ranged attack. They just pick well, up a rock and throw it. That's plus what nine you, to hit. That's what we just did in Candlekeep. He, he threw rocks at us. Yep. I remember I even um, commented in the thing. I'm like, how many rocks does he just have around? He just, no, they're giants. They can throw a rock. <laughs> um, they materialize them out of the giant. It just says rock. It doesn't say how big it is. Exactly. It's a little pebble, but if <laughs> a giant throws it, it still hurts. It still hurts. Yeah. Um, I like to imagine that it's like when you're a kid and you picked up a handful of gravel out of the driveway and you flung it mm-hmm. and it just like shatters, you know, scatter shot the gravel mm-hmm. everywhere. That's, uh, that's the you know what, I have to attack on Titan does a whole thing with their giant Titan. Uh-huh. He throws he will throw earth and he throws it at such speed that it shreds all these people that are charging now, him. No, okay, so, so yeah. let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. So let's so this rock attack. Yeah. Range of 60 240. Yeah. <clears throat> um and then one target. Mhm. And it hits for 28 points of bludgeoning damage. But they can only throw one So here's my thing. So if I'm going to, without looking at any of these other stat blocks, because I'm looking at them fresh, yeah, what I would change, I can already see what I would change. I would do like that. Like we just mentioned picking up a handful of earth and flinging it. Mm. I think the rock attack should be a um, an area attack. It should be uh, multiple targets, and it should do more damage. So if the frost giant on its normal great axe attacks is doing 50 points of damage, Right. Um, let's just for for poops and giggles, Josh. Yeah. A CR eight creature, according to um, my guiding star, Paul Hughes here, says it should have an AC of fifteen, hundred and thirty five hit points. So far, we are right on the money. Yep. Have a plus three proficiency bonus. Yep. yep. Plus four ability bonus. So this one has a plus six, so it's a little stronger than the Paul Hughes math, but that can go up by two, I believe. Yep. Um, two attacks, and it should do about 45 points of damage per round. So this is this one hits a little bit harder. I would probably make this rock attack an area attack, and I would probably bump it up from, if it, if you know they're doing on average 50, 45 to 50 hit points of damage, I would, it hits multiple opponents. Um, I would probably give it something like, uh, you know, maybe... 40 hit points of damage mm. you know save for half kind of thing so and you then know, give it a or you could even bump it up to 50 and give it a recharge yeah. like their scooped earth fling or something like that so as written it says multi-attack the giant makes two great axe attacks yeah does the rock attack sub for one of those when you use no, it? the rock attack subs for the multi-attack really because should it do more damage than that yeah it should that's what i'm saying like it, oh, i feel no, like okay. that rock should do more okay they're like it. well it's but it's ranged ranged a ranged attack doesn't isn't a modifier that should that should affect how much damage it deals so when you're designing an attack what i've learned is that if your attack can hit multiple people you reduce its damage a little bit yeah. because you you're you don't want to g- blow out your damage budget like you have a budget of damage you can do to be balanced right yep. if you can hit multiple people for if you can hit multiple people for 50 on a turn oh i can hit like seven people for 50 points of damage you're way overblowing your budget right so if you do an attack that can hit multiple people you reduce the damage 
if you give it a recharge, you can increase the damage. Right. Um, because it, you know, it, you might not recharge it. You might only use it twice or once. Yeah. Um, if it, if it imposes a condition, depending on the condition, it might, uh, what in the level up five ebook for designing monsters, it's lists these conditions equals zero. You know, you use them, you treat them as though they're equivalent to zero points of damage. Mm-hmm. These conditions, you treat them as equivalent to its CR damage. And then a couple of conditions, you treat them as double the CR or triple the CR of damage. Right. So for this, there are several conditions where, for instance, if you stun something, I think it's like triple. Mm-hmm. So you would count a stun as, you know, eight plus eight is 16 plus another eight, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. 24. I can math. Um, so you would you could treat a stun as 24 points of damage. Okay. Um, and then you would, so like you could, do, so for instance, you could easily make this rock attack within budget and add to it um, a saving throw. Mm. So a character has to make a saving throw. You CR8, you do a uh, probably uh, a DC of either 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. And then a constitution saving throw versus being stunned. Is Now let me check, make sure stunned. Let's see. Inflicting conditions. Minor conditions. Uh, I'm reading from Paul Hughes here. Grappled, prone, rattled. Well, they don't, rattled is not in normal 5e. Grappled or prone are minor conditions. Uh, push or a pull, minor condition. Uh, you don't need to take those into consideration. A moderate condition would be um, blinded, frightened, poisoned, restrained, and slowed. Those count as equal to its challenge rating. Okay. And a severe condition prevents a creature from taking its actions it wants to take. Charmed, confused, incapacitated, paralyzed, petrified, stunned, and unconscious. Our severe treat a major condition is equivalent to damage equal to double the monster's challenge rating or triple if it can affect multiple creatures. So if you were to make this this rock attack better right now, you could add a save versus stun. Because mm-hmm. getting hit by a big rock might stun you. Yeah. You know, you could you could have it you knocked prone and stunned. Yeah, um, this is as as written a pretty underwhelming attack. The rock is underwhelming, right? Yeah. The and you know you could write in. Well, there's a story reason they don't like to throw the rocks. They only throw those until they can get close enough to wade in with an axe. Okay, but still, yeah, it throws a rock. You have to do a DC 14 uh, Constitution saving throw. If you fail, you take 28 points of damage and you're stunned. Oh, for sure. Uh, I mean, um, we've all seen those TikToks of the guys dropping the stuff off the bridges. Yeah, exactly. You know, the rocks, even if they they don't they miss, they they cause a lot of harm. It's a rock yeah. at so high speed. So that's what I would. That's um, that's sort yeah. of what I would think. Either I'd make it attack multiple, or I'd add, I'd just keep it like this, and I would add. So they have to do a ranged hit. If they hit, you have to do a DC fourteen Constitution saving throw, or you're stunned for a round. Yeah, this is a nigh unacceptably dull attack. Yeah, and that would bump it from twenty eight points of damage to. Um, let me pull up my calculator. So stunned, we said is double. Mm-hmm. So stunned is equal to sixteen points of damage, and that would take it up to forty four points of damage for a rock attack. And now your rock attack actually is functioning within the CR eight budget. Right. Simple fix. Add yep. a stun with add a stun versus save. And at a distance. Or a save versus it, stun. You know, again, thematically they even make sense at a distance. Hit you, hope stun to stun you, you and then close the charge up on you with an axe. Double and hit great you axe you. Yeah. Yep. At the very least, it should knock you on your butt. Absolutely. You're getting hit with a rock. You're getting hit and it's and they call it a rock, Josh. Right. But we're talking they call about it a, boulder, a rock. Right. But I it's mean, a boulder. Do they give an exact That's height? a nice boulder. Yeah, that is yeah, that is a boulder. You're not <laughs> handling it. It's not going to be a pleasant experience. And I'm sorry, even if it's the size of a grapefruit or a baseball, if it hits you, you're going to be stunned for a round. Yeah. There's no way to gracefully take a rock slash boulder hurled at you at speed by a gigantic frost giant. Frost giant. (laughs) So anyway, we're we're getting ahead of ourselves with already with this, but that's the mechanics. Um, Yeah, we definitely went at it a little fast. We did, but we did, was, but you know what? I, it's fun. Yeah, and that's terribly yeah, boring attack. And I know it's meant to be just a big brute. It's meant to be a brute, but I don't know. I feel, uh, well, maybe I bet you when we get to flea mortals. We're why they got to be that way? Yeah. Why they, so <laughs> frost giants are creatures of ice and snow with long hair and beards or pale white light blue flesh. Um, they respect only brute strength and skill in battle. Um, they, have, they live in obviously wow, frosty areas. I'm going to paraphrase as I read through this. Yeah, they love wearing their scars and grizzly trophies. They're creatures of ice and snow. They are um, covered in ice and icicles, and they do on the high peaks and glacial rifts. They hunt wild game. Um, yeah, they hunt wild game, but they don't cook it because basically eating a living temperature meat is su- tastes sufficiently hot to their frozen palates. Oh, fair enough. 
Um, they love the war horns of the frost giants howl as they march from their ice fortresses and glacier rifts amid the howling blizzard. Um, so they like to fight in blizzards and they respect brute strength above all else. So they're big, they're, they're very much like the barbarian, the stereotypical barbarian, like chest beating. Yep. Um, it would seem that way. Yeah, exactly. And they, it says tasks such as hunting, child rearing and crafting are given to giants based on their physical strength and hardiness. Um, that sounds like, okay. if I were to guess, I would bet that that line is a, um, a progressive fix over old lore from earlier editions. Yeah. If you're even putting that in there, it's because you're covering your, your wallpaper. It's because something. you're covering up something from when you said yeah. the frost giant women stayed at home and crafted exactly. and because child reared. That's one of those things. It's like, who asked? Who? Yeah. Who asked? That? <laughs> who cares what um, their culture is like in that regard? Uh, though frost giants consider the menial crafting of goods beneath them, carving and leatherwork are valued skills. They make clothing, um, and then they put a lot of emphasis on battle trophies. So that's the monster manual, Frost Giants, as I will, can I kind of boring. Yeah, I'm going to hop back real quick because there was one part I found interesting. Uh, I'll read the whole thing, though. Inns and taverns suffer the brunt of damage. Their cellars gutted and their casks of ale and mead gone. Smithies are likewise toppled. Their iron and steel claimed. Curiously undisturbed are the houses of moneylenders and wealthy citizens, for the reavers have little use for coins or baubles. So they will destroy... They, they will, Innkeepers and blacksmiths. They beware. will destroy the proletariat, but they will leave them, <laughs> the bourgeoisie alone. They will leave them alone because they don't need their garbage. <laughs> That's funny. Terribly funny. Frost giants prize gems and jewelry large enough to be worn and noticed. Um, uh, and that's relative. And, you know, that, so that must be what at least, that must be a holdover from when they were definitely the rivals of dragon. Yeah, probably. Because dragons would want those things. And, yeah, you said, you mentioned something. This is one of those areas where my lore is just not filled in or I've missed out on something that there's, you know, a lot the, of a lot of conflict between dragons and giants, huh? That used to be like a thing back in the day, dragons and giants. Mm-hmm. That I think that was kind of the way that that's why there's not a, that's why dragons don't overwhelm the world. And that's mm-hmm. why giants don't just overwhelm the world. Because I mean, if you think about it, shouldn't they, shouldn't you have they? an army of giants, shouldn't they, shouldn't they? Do you know something, and I feel this way about dragons as well as giants. I Have you ever noticed that with dragons and giants, have you ever noticed this always happens with these two things? Um that the the more I, the iconic and strongest version of the monster of dragons and giants are both the fire themed ones. Yeah. Oh, why yeah, do we why do we prioritize fire over other elementals? Um, you know, oh, fire is just I think probably culturally the most destructive force mm-hmm. of nature we can think of. And I because know I would fact, go go ahead go ahead. Well, I, w- I would go from fire giants to probably storm giants because you're thinking lightning and, you know, I, I, I guess it's probably on our somewhere in a lizard brain. Those are the things that we kind of maybe evolved to be most afraid of. And so we give them priority. Plus, fire looks cool. Yeah, I know. I think frost is cooler, though. I, and I, it's, for, for uh, a fact, uh, yeah. white, white dragons get the, get the shaft a little bit when it comes to dragons. Well, they even or- make them dumb. Right? They yeah, make they make them, them the basically, dumbest, they're like animal. barely above animals. Yeah. And and what's the reasoning for that? How does that work? You know what I mean? Like every other version of them is super There's such complicated, like interesting yeah. build up to their character. And then white giants that are barely above beasts. Right. Well, so, well, whatever. Interesting. So yeah, I'm I'm uh, if on a scale of one to ten, I'm I'm giving the frost giants like a three. Yeah, it's very as per the monster manual. And for the monster manual, there's a lot of flavor text on that. Yeah, that's the interesting thing is they put a lot of time into explaining them to you. Mm-hmm. Josh, I'm so sorry. I stole the monster manual <laughs> giant from you. That's fine. I can, I can I, work with it. I'm I'm dumb. No, mea no. culpa. Literally, I am sorry. Okay. Um, so you know what we should do? What? We should jump right to the flea mortals and then end with level up and with level up and uh critique of big bees right and a critique of big bees right okay. so yeah That's so totally here i'm going to seed the floor uh, see but i am a professional because i just rolled with it and i you did, I did like, notice. You, uh, like you didn't say like hey 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 hold up this is supposed to be me well you were, you know and i think it all worked out well but i think it's, i think you must did you and i can only I assume just, you looked you know at that what? boring boring rock attack and you couldn't wait to get at it i, I just couldn't i well, no <laughs> i'm gonna talk before that too man i you know some days the brain's just not firing on all of its cylinders, oh what day has been a long day on all the cell and you had we had the big uh halloween party yesterday which yeah was a big halloween party fun. last night you know? and then i worked all day today so with the singing 
Oh, yeah. So, um, I had to work as well because I watched a Bills game, which is a lot of work. Which is a lot of work. Sorry people, if you like sports people. It's, it's, it's not just, our thing. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> I literally, as I told you, I was literally praying that the game didn't get tied. I was like, please, no tie, just be over. I don't want another 15 minutes until somebody scores. I just want this to be done. <laughs> Um, all right so so which storm giant from flea mortals should i focus on because i feel like their versions are just more sophisticated so okay so i mean we'll we'll say say whichever one is clearly he must throw something right or lest they not be called a Uh, frost giant storm hurler they're both cr8 there's a storm hurler and the wind sprinter and then they only have two versions which is unusual for them and then they switch to the hell giant stuff um i would say the skirmisher is probably the closer one. Right. Yeah, because the other one is strictly artillery, so it's shooting from far away. It does. Here's why: it doesn't have an axe. The storm Where hurler the has skirmisher? javelins. I see storm hurler. Um, storm hurler has javelins, sprinter. and the next and the wind sprinter is the one we should do. I think. That oh, is the one oh that's okay. Got a nice I was look. I was looking for it to be actually be called frost giant skirmisher. Good grief! Talk about. Well, no, yeah, it's no, it's the yeah. but it says got after it, got the it, CR. Got it, got it. Okay, yeah. so the skirmisher we're going to call is equivalent. Okay, mm-hmm. and the cool. lore for it's a couple pages back for the lore, right? Um. Yeah, I think yeah. it is. Yep. The lore. All right. So in that case, back. I'm going to start with the lore. Okie dokie. Because then good. I can. Because it. it's a very small little thing. I see. They have with a generalized. Yeah, they have a generalized giants thing. Okay. Um, I've noticed that with a lot of the books, they do a general giant thing, and then little yeah. itty bitty paragraphs to. Oh, okay. So I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go ahead and read that. Um, so giants, as flea mortals defines them, are supremely well adapted to harsh environments. Giants thrive in extreme conditions. Fire giants build floating cities in the hearts of volcanic calderas, uh, while stone giant villages dot the tallest mountains. Though giants sometimes live near humanoid settlements, the latter often pass their entire lives blissfully unaware of local tribe of giants living atop the nearby mountain range. This is for the best, as few, quote, small folk, unquote, structures can survive even a handful of sufficiently motivated giants. Adaptable and elemental, giants physically resemble the territory they inhabit. A band of frost giants doesn't simply live on a mountain. They're part of the mountain, and it's a part of them. Fire giants exude heat like a roaring volcano. Sages have long debated the question, quote, does the environment shape a giant? Or does the giant shape their environment? Which is fun. Ooh, that's oh, fun. Oh, there's uh, Anola, the podcast dog, making her move. Um, distant cousins. They basically talk about how they're distant cousins to most every humanoid race. Mm-hmm. Um, though giants rarely go to war with one another, their battles can change the very geography of a continent, causing earthquakes, storms, and volcanic eruptions. So they really make them very godlike. Yeah. Um, so yeah, their whole thing is that they are they are. T- tied they're tied inexorably with the earth yeah um and then specifically for frost giants they born of the soaring peaks in frigid mountains frost giants master their environment to rule mountain ranges and build fortresses of unyielding ice when frost giants march a blizzard grows overhead which they carry like a war banner to frost giants battle is a way of life camaraderie and glory uh so that's already they change it they go from just they fight and they like to fight to camaraderie and glory Yep. And then they the next add thing in is, a little bit more of that Viking. Yeah. Or the stereotypical. Eisen, yeah. Eisenblau, where frost giants word. make their home, a unique form of ice sprouts into the flowering crystalline structures. Frost giants harvest this ice, known as Eisenblau, uh, in their, in, known as Eisenblau in their tongue, and fashion it into weapons as hard and sharp as steel, which can be used in any environment without melting. So they have ice, cool ice stuff that they can take. Oh my god! Like every game that takes place in um, a snowy area has some sort of. It's a magical ice, the strength of iron. What is it? Right. Skyrim has Stalrim. Mm-hmm. Remember this? Did you do the expansion with Stalrim, where you yep. could make Stalrim armor? And then what is? Didn't we make ice ships in World War Two? Oh, I don't know. There was a way. Even here in reality, we were. It was this ice mixed with. I mean, I know there's permafrost and there's it's ice mixed with frost sawdust, things like that. Ice mixed with sawdust, and they made a boat out of it. Um, oh, interesting. It, it's you know it was a you know it was an experiment, obviously, but I guess it actually works. Ice. I'm gonna look it up. But okay. yeah, there's always a way to make the ice permanent, strong. And it's literally, that's just for, okay, fanboys, listen. You, no, you can't <laughs> melt it. It looks yeah, like exactly. ice, talks like ice, it's cold like ice, but it's it's basically like steel and a rock. Leave us alone. It's, they're wearing cool armor that looks like ice. I use fire on the armor. That doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> Pycrete, it's called. 
Pycrete okay. is a frozen ice composite originally made of approximately 14% sawdust and some other form of wood pulp, such as paper, and 80, 86% ice. And the Navy definitely built, like, I don't know, like a U-boat out of it or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember the whole story, but it is literally a thing that they tried to do. All right. Ice and sawdust. Apparently, it holds together very well in cold water. I don't know if they could torpedo or anything, but... Um, right. well, cool. <laughs> it's just one of the useless things stuck in my head. Um, Frost Giant Wind Sprinter, which is... Okay, a, here we go. Let's, we're yeah, some, let's, 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 do, C, let's do some stats. CR8 Skirmisher. Okay, um, cool. Interestingly, same... And this doesn't really matter at all because we don't play this way. We don't pay much attention, but 3,900 XP, which is the same as the other one. If yeah, anything an CR8 is going to have that same number. Yeah. That's always going to be the... That's going to be a thing. Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, armor class is 15... Eisenblau plating, in case you're yep. curious. It is the looks like ice, but it is not ice. But it's so not. It, it doesn't melt and it can act like armor. Leave us alone, say the editor. <laughs> uh hit points is 115 points, which is less. They came down. Yeah, yep. they came down with the hit points. All right. Um speed is sixty feet. Uh, climb speed of 30, oh yeah, they make them fast. So oh, so this move, is one of our yeah. difference because they don't have just a straight up analogous frost giant the mm-hmm. other frost giants i'm noticing some hill giant like some of the hill giants have 30 the frost giant storm hurler only has a 40 foot the wind sprinter they these guys are are, are runners so they have Thus a speed of sprinter. 60 that's cool yep i also noticed they give uh, them all climb speeds yeah did they do that did do they do that in flea mortals period no nope. nope very specific so don't try running away up a mountain they're gonna come after you yeah, they, they, I mean, that makes sense from a story standpoint. Well, and, and from their flavor text, I mean, if the, if you run up a mountain and they're supposed to be a part of the mountain. Yep. That doesn't know, stop them. Yeah, that's not going to be a problem. Uh, all right. Strength is 23, which I believe is the same, correct? Yep. Uh, dexterity is a nine, which I think is same also the same. as the Monster Manual. Uh, con is 18, which is lower. Brings it down. Yep. Manual. yep. Which uh, explains in, the less hit points. Yep. Intelligence is nine, which same. I think was the same. Uh, wisdom 10, also the same. Same. Uh, charisma is a 10. They drop their charisma a little bit. But there's also differences between the different kinds of frost giants. Yeah, the hurler is at 11. Everything yeah. else stays so the same. I wonder why. Like, what? Okay, so like, I'm going to add, like, Josh, I don't get it. This because this is because this is not our job. Yeah. The storm hurler has a charisma of 11. The wind sprinter has a charisma of 10. It makes no mechanical difference. It makes um, no mechanical yeah, difference. It's still a plus zero. Why? The sprinter's more athletic. It's a solo runner. It doesn't really care so much about... I don't know. All right. I don't know. Sorry. There's got to be something for... But it's a good... Because they just wanted to make them different. They want to mm-hmm. give you a reason to choose one over the other. Maybe it's a scenario-based choice. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, saving throw is a straight uh, strength plus nine, con plus seven. Hey, look. They gave him a strength saving throw. Yep. They Their have highest stat, time. and they didn't have a proficiency at it in the monster manual. Yep. Uh, skills. Athletics plus nine. Is that the same? The math is working. Yep. Uh, intimidation is a skill yep. plus three, um, and perception plus three, which I believe was the same. Yeah, yeah. that's all the same. Intimidation is fine. Now, if they were going to give it an attribute that said it has advantage on intimidation against uh, medium or smaller creatures, they could give it a mm-hmm. solid plus eight right. on that skill check. Which would, which I'm, would gonna, make I'm sense. just so proud of us for figuring <laughs> that out. You should have an, a, a, ba- a built in. I mean, if you're a giant, I mean, and. You should have a built-in ability to intimidate things that are small. You're inherent. We are, you and I are tall guys. And if somebody, and we're usually fine, but if somebody's taller than us, yeah. it's not that we feel intimidated, but you definitely feel different. So you'll see this crop up in discussions sometimes. Someone arguing like, I should be able to use my, a barbarian should be able to use its strength score to intimidate yeah. people. Right. Notwithstanding the fact that that's straight up already in the rules. Like it, really? it says right in the rules that you can ask your dungeon master to use a different skill for something. There is nothing saying you can't do make a strength check intimidation right because with my ranger i always thought i should have been able to try to intimidate people with you know throw a knife next to their you know something quick you know yes pull a knife on them real quick and come up to their throat that's pretty intimidating because of my Mm -hmm. speed and dexterity yeah and there are literally two paths to accommodate that there's the traditional okay you have advantage um that's the safer one and then but you can also just straight up say like no like you can bend an iron bar in half. Yeah, go ahead and use your strength score for your your intimidation check. Right. Because if you can do that, you should be able to hit something like a 26 or have that a, a possibility. Right. So, so damage immunity is cold. That's the same. Same. Yep. 
Interesting. Neither I'm, of them, and I, I would wonder I because players are going to ask this. Does either I know of them? What you're going to say it's going to. Why are they not coming. weak to fire? Is there something weak yep. to fire? Is there? They're not. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Because players are going to ask that. The, the first thing I'm going to do with a frost giant is throw a firebolt at it, expecting to do more harm. And all it's going to do is the normal harm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> um, passive perception is 13, which I think is the same. The math works. Yep. Um, language also giant. Yep. And I, I love that they all just speak giant. You can be a fire giant. They all speak giant. <laughs> just giant. I just learned giant. Yeah. Um, proficiency bonus plus three, also same. Okay, uh, now we have a okay. lot more options. It's got two, yes. two attributes, four yep. actions, and a reaction. Yes. So, we have a, we have um, which one should I do? Should you I do go, the... I'd go right in order, yeah. Okay, so, so crush okay. underfoot. When the wind sprinter enters a medium or smaller enemy space, the enemy must choose to either fall prone or take 10 bludgeoning damage. Uh, each enemy can be affected by this trait only once per turn. So they just build right into it that if you're fighting giants, you have to avoid getting stepped on. Right. And accepting the reality that you just got stepped on by a giant thing. Yeah. Yeah. I you know, love like, this so there's much. There's nothing you can do about that. So uh, next one is oncoming storm. Wisps of stinging snow and icy winds surround the wind sprinter. When an enemy concentrating on a power, a spell, or a similar effect starts their turn within 15 feet of the wind sprinter, the enemy must succeed on a DC 15 constitution saving throw or lose concentration. So they put this on the other frost giant I noticed as well. So this is just their frost giants have an eternal storm around them as they're fighting. And it's harder to concentrate, which makes sense. Uh, Yeah. Anybody who's ever tried to like, you know, do a task outside in a central New York winter would know that it's hard to concentrate in a snowstorm. Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, okay, so back to their actions. Uh, they get the multi-attack. The wind sprinter makes two ice axe attacks. Okay, so that's um, basically the same, yep. Basically the same, yep. So you get your ice axe, plus nine to hit, uh, range 10 feet, um, hit does 22, slashing a little bit lower. So that's basically the same. It does the yeah, whole... Yeah, it is basically the same. You know, just 44 points of damage in a round. So it kind of brings the damage down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like they give them a lot more things to do. But if you think about it, if you think about it... Mm-hmm. They're doing that ice axe attack, and they probably have already done possibly the crush underfoot. Oh, yeah. So when you now, <laughs> and they have to choose to fall prone or take ten bludgeoning damage, and then oh, that's oh, a really interesting choice to have somebody. You either fall prone and have to use some movement to get back up, and or you can more take importantly, if you're yeah. prone and it's stepping over top of you, it has advantage on those ice axe attacks. Wow! See, you want to take the ten points of damage, and then it's doing fifty-four. You know, fifty-four points of damage. Because you decided not to take the the drop, or you're falling prone, wasting movement, and only taking forty four points, and that's assuming they hit right. both yeah, with both of attacks. Course, of course, but like I love that you have to choose either you're going to get you'll be easier to hit, or you're going to take some damage automatically. Yeah, um, they also get rock, rock, <laughs> cleverly named rock, pretty much cleverly. the same thing. Uh, ranged weapon attack plus nine to hit, same range. Actually, it's can, long distance range is a little shorter. It is, yeah. Yeah, it's two sixty for the master manual. Yeah. Um, it's still twenty eight points of damage. Still twenty eight points of just bludgeoning damage. So they acknowledge uh, the physical reality of being stepped on <laughs> or avoiding it. But everyone just ignores the rock. Yep. Uh, and then they also get the blizzard shirt, blizzard surge. Okay, here's the recharge a, power. So this should be power. able, so I haven't read it yet, but if it's, if it's a recharge, that means, and it's the only thing they can do, that means Ooh, um, okay. they should be able to exceed their damage budget by like 50%. So if they're doing 45, that means they should be able to do about 60 points of damage on a recharge attack. If okay. It targets so, one creature. Let's see. So I think that's right. Uh, the wind sprinter moves up to their speed in a straight line. At any point during this move, they can make up to three ice axe attacks against each creature. Okay, different so creatures. Math, Sorry. Yep. But that math checks right out with yep. their budget. Yep. They're doing 50% more damage on a recharge attack. So 44 jumps right up to 66. I love that. Um, and then their reaction is be gone, small folk. After a medium or smaller creature makes an opportunity attack against the wind sprinter, the wind sprinter can make an ice axe attack against that creature so they could potentially mm. potentially and i like that a lot of their abilities are based around the fact that they are move they move they move around they mm. have a speed of 60 these guys are waiting into battle and they're moving all over the place so they're moving in and i love that they they probably just move right through people's spaces sure <laughs> they and why not step right over you yep 
and you're, you're so they're knocking people down, giving ten points. So you could potentially do ten points of damage to someone right from walking to them. Yeah, you could do it as part of the blizzard surge, mm-hmm. and then you're doing sixty six. So now you're at seventy six points of damage, and then if that person takes an opportunity attack against you or anybody does, you're then doing another ice axe attack and doing yeah. for another two. So you have the potential of doing somewhere around eighty. Not, almost a hundred hit points of damage in a round. Yeah, spread you could out. have. Yeah, you could have a hell of a round. Take yeah, out a, take out a wizard or two. All you do is crit <laughs> once, and you're like, yeah. So, yeah, I I feel like they dialed back. There's a reason they dialed back the the hit points. Right. Yeah. They dialed obviously. back the hit points because these things are these things are dishing it. Yeah. They really plus are. on top of the fact that people are having the Constitution saving throws and everything like that. Mm-hmm. They're they're fun. These are fun. Yeah. They will be dangerous. I they love will this. Be very dangerous. Josh, I love this book. It's the best one for this type of thing that I've seen. Yeah. I mean, and I, I love Monstrous Menagerie, but this book, this book's Yeah, great. they definitely took their time and they're hitting the good ones too. So, mm-hmm. so um, lore-wise, yeah. a little bit, again, a softening of the lore yep. um, or a, an, an addition of depth. Yep. And then the stat block, uh, a, they balance uh, an increase in different ways of dealing damage with a decrease in hit points right and it, and it um, helps the dungeon master quite a bit it gives you a lot yes. more options without having to come up with things yeah and the and these would not be boring these would not be boring to run these are no these are tactical yeah yeah well just see okay. them you know maybe if you had the right party and you're doing two of them and they're whipping across the battlefield well that's what i'm thinking i'm already thinking like yeah. how do you synergize these guys yeah. well you got one you got one storm hurler in the background <laughs> Yeah. And uh, one frost. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is very cool. I guess you can do 5e, but I can't imagine it's only going to be disappointing after that. Yeah. Well, let's find out. Let's find out. Let's go to level up 5e, which I usually have a lot of respect for the level up 5e ones. So a level up frost giant is, here's the first thing. It's CR9. Oh, okay. Level up 5e does a CR9 for frost giants. Okay. Um, They have a 22 strength, so plus six. They have the same same mechanically as the others. Yep. They have a dex of eight, which is a negative one. They so they give them a little bit of a more there. Again, it's mechanically the same. Con yeah, of twenty, yep. intelligence of ten. They make them a little smarter. Keep their wisdom at ten. Charisma of plus one. Um, AC of fifteen. Patchwork armor. Same thing. Um, hit points one hundred and thirty eight. Hit points has the same hit points as the monster manual. Yeah, um, I was say, that's the same. Yeah, it's the exact same as the monster manual. However, for a CR nine creature, uh, he says that it should have about 150 hit points. So that means that it's probably going to deal out more damage if it's yeah, got it's lower hit it's points. Yeah, doing like something that. meteor. Yeah. Uh huh. Because its AC is only one point lower than the norm, so yeah. there's no reason to adjust anything for that. But that hit points being significantly lower makes me think that there's going to dish out some damage. Yeah. Speed of 40 feet. Cool. Proficiency of plus four. So that's going to be how our math is going to be slightly different. Yep. Saving throw strength plus 10. Yep, that math checks. Constitution saving throw of plus nine. Yep, that math checks. Wisdom plus four. That math checks. Charisma plus five. Math checks. They have, ath- they have, they, and they also give them it. So it's like everyone goes, why do giants not have a saving, a proficiency in strength saving throws? That makes no sense. So everyone else right. gives the strength saving throw to the giant. Right. Um, athletics thumbing plus their, 10. Thumbing their nose at Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. Uh, athletics and plus 10, perception of plus four, survival of plus four. So lots okay. of noticing and being outside, you know, the same kind of stuff that you would give to like, you yeah. know, your your barbarian tribal type characters. Um, they're still immune to cold damage and passive perception 14. Oh, they speak common reasonable. and giant. So their lore, does so, their lore have them interact with humanity more often? Now here's what they add. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. Well, we're going to find out when we get to the end of the oh. Um. They fear fire. Fear fire. When the giant takes fire damage, it is rattled until the end of its next turn. And rattled in 5e is disadvantage on... Um, it's their, It's one of their own conditions. It's. Uh, it doesn't get okay. to use its expertise dice if it has any expertise dice. Yeah. Um, that's that thing you'll see in the where they give like plus 1d4. Um, and it is a creature that is immune, okay. to being, is immune to being rattled and it cannot take reactions. So it's like basically off its game. It's the equivalent of being slightly off its game. I'm so like it gets freaked curious. out a little bit by fire and it can't take reactions. Um, so it means no opportunity attacks. You hit it with fire, then you run around it and it can't swipe at you because it's too busy dealing out. with the fire. I was just curious if they have something similar to Rattle because it got hit with Cone of Frost or something. We'll figure that out. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I could look it up real quick. They get a multi-attack that makes two melee attacks. They have a plus 10 to hit because um, of the, mm-hmm. that one bump in um, proficiency bonus for the level. Same and they do 22 points of damage. Um, so same. However, if the target is large creature or Oof, smaller, it makes a DC 18 strength times. saving thrower is knocked prone. DC 18, you're getting knocked down. Most of the time, right. So it's a DC 18 strength saving throw. And then this is also very similar to what uh, Flea Mortals did. It hits you once with the battle attack, the battle axe, knocks you prone. Second attack should have advantage because you're prone. Because if you are prone, melee Mm -hmm. attacks have advantage, ranged have disadvantage. So, right? Yeah, prone. Yep, melee attacks against prone creatures made with advantage. So, all right. So they're working in some of the same stuff, just in different ways. I like that they're getting knocked. I like that that acknowledledged the reality of being hit by a battle axe the size of you. It would probably knock you down. <laughs> Good old rock. Um, rock. What do we call this attack? <laughs> rock. Okay. Okay. Yep. Oh, I like their rock the best, though. Here we go. Ready? Uh huh. Here okay. is yep. the rock. Plus ten to hit. Range sixty-two forty. Okay. Hit. Because you've done been hit, hit by a thirty-seven rock. points of bludgeoning damage. You've been done. So it, it definitely the flea mortals it hits was heavier. What was the level up, or what was the yep. flea mortals damage? Yep. For the rock, 28. So this is the hardest hitting rock. Plus, so you get hit for 28 points of, or 37 points of bludgeoning damage if the target is large or yeah. smaller. I love that it, it can beat the crap out of large creatures. It makes a DC 18 strength oh, saving okay. throw, falling prone on a failure. Okay, and it then, can throw something else. In lieu of a rock, the giant can throw oh, a grappled yeah, medium better. or smaller creature up to 40 feet. On a hit, the target and the thrown creature both take 19 bludgeoning oh, see, damage. That's... On a miss, the only the thrown creature takes the damage. A uh, thrown that's creature smart falls prone that's in you an want unoccupied space run in and five feet from and the throw target. People around. Yeah. You want them to like pick you up mm. and hurl you. See, now what I want to do, what I want to do, Josh, and it would probably break them, is I want to, or it would make them severely unbalanced. My perfect storm giant is going to take this rock ability from this... And combine it with the Flea Mortals, yeah. uh, Frost Giant, Wind Sprinter. I want to replace. I want to basically take the rock abilities from this and layer them yeah. over on top of the other Frost Giant. Because of all of them, again, my guy Paul Hughes he here. Definitely did that one. He by had one. the most interesting rock. Yep. Bonus actions. Here we go. Bonus actions. He loves bonus actions. Grab one creature mm-hmm. within five feet makes a DC Dexterity saving throw on a failure. It is grappled. Until the grapple ends, the giant can, can't grab another target. And it makes battle axe attacks with advantage against the grapple target. So you can see how this guy, right. he opens with grab, you're grappled, battle axe. And then, he, <laughs> then he's battle axing you while in your, his hands. <laughs> just, you're picked up and grappled by the giant. And he's just smashing his battle axe into you while he's picked up bodily. <laughs> and then they get bored with you uh, yeah, and they great. fling you at someone else. Yeah. I see. I really like this guy too. Um, and then... Uh, they also have a bonus action of stomp, oh, okay. which they can use only use once a day. So save it for when it's yeah, once a day bonus action melee weapon attack plus ten to hit, reach ten feet, one prone target. So this oh yep. so you could combine this one easily with battle axe. So you could battle axe someone, um, and then you oh yeah because you could grab. So you could be okay. Let's see if I can do this right. You grab someone. No, that's two bonus actions in one time. You can't do that. Um, right. But you, th- he has a lot of abilities that get the creatures prone, and then right. they can. The stomp ability is only towards a prone. Well, a lot target, of them is using and it does thirteen uh, points of bludgeoning the giant. damage to a prone. For target. some reason, until they start doing this, I didn't think that's how you would want to use the giant. He'd be big. He's grabbing you. He's throwing you. He's yeah. Because that's what I mean. A giant should be that's throwing people thinking. all that's over the think place. Think of. You know, and that's All right. funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Frost Giants prefer melee. They use battle axe grabbings and stompings. They Though that fire thing is a big deal. While it is bloodied. Yeah. So if it loses half its hit points and then it takes fire damage. That's a damage, huge weakness because. Yeah. Th- I mean, that's a big weakness. People are going to come. You don't need to be like a lore it's genius to humongous. know that maybe you should throw a fireball at an ice giant. Yeah. So that's, that's oh, almost a gimme for I'm gonna a, shoot a, fireball you know, a lot of parties. Exactly. They're going to have something that can do some harm there. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like I they should get a saving throw against that. Because but of various situations, whatever. they could screw you up. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, though, if I use this fire frost giant and someone throws fire at me, sure, they're charging totally. in and they're picking that person up and throwing them off a cliff. That's the other thing is that if you fight frost giants, you, yeah, you're totally. going to fight in the mountains and you're getting thrown off a cliff. Someone's falling off a cliff. 
Um, so here's the legends and lore. This is, again, my favorite thing about uh, Level Up 5e is they really go full in on the lore. Um, they are, you know, uh, let's see, Frost Giants, 20, 25 feet. Same thing, blue skin, cold expressions. Uh, they can be mistaken for enormous whites or zombies as they plod through the trackless snow. Um, they shape ice as others build with wooden stone. <clears throat> and they're cold-blooded with frost covering their skin. Polar wastes. Uh, frost giants can survive on little food for long periods, growing more gaunt and grim the longer they fast. So it, they kind of give them that like zombie look. They throw raucous feasts after each successful hunt. Only when warmed <laughs> by food and wine do they briefly grow merry. <laughs> And they are creatures, they, they define themselves by the creatures they've slain, introducing themselves with titers like Dragon Slayer and Trollbane. The practice has been beneficial effect of culling dangerous monsters from the surrounding area. However, Frost Giants rarely limit themselves to fighting monsters. They also raid settlements and shipping mm -hmm. lanes, making a constant threat to smaller folk who share their territory. Um, <laughs> frost Giant Lone Behavior. Roaring and stomping triumphantly next to the corpse of a foe. Hunting for game. Happy to hunt with you or hunt you, depending on how polite you are. Howling with frustration as it tries to repair its broken axe. Um, <laughs> drinking casks of wine. Oh my god. So yeah, they, they don't do a lot to build up like the, the lore, but they, they don't write them in mm -hmm. as inherently evil like the others do um and my level up 5e i do believe doesn't have any alignments so yeah no yeah. alignments they don't like those so there's some definite pluses and minuses to the two different uh the, the level up and the flea mortals yeah both of which are yeah. a vast improvement on the monster well, it's not called giants giant. and dragons so um yeah. so yeah, exactly uh which, which kind of brings was us their to chance to redeem everything so, so they must have right an entire book dedicated not that that's going to take a Right, exactly. And they didn't they didn't redo any stat blocks. I was disappointed because unlike Fizzbands, it didn't really go into like here's well, a chapter Fizzbands, on frost giants. Let's talk all about frost giants. Fizzbands brought um, back an entire talks category a little bit about of giants. dragons for that book. Oh yeah, go ahead. Gem dragons were yeah. Right. And this and this does something similar. It does um like uh death dragon or death giants and etter caps and things like that. So it takes some of the like the lesser yeah, known right. giants right. that are less developed and builds them up a little bit, um, but it doesn't. It talks about frost giant lairs and or you know steadings mm -hmm. and frost giant treasures and frost giant like what you encounters, um, but it doesn't really go into anything more about frost giants and it doesn't redo their stat block. It gives us three different frost related giant stat blocks. It gives us something called the frost giant ice shaper which is basically a yep. master rune magic cleric one. frost giant. Um, wow. Which is a CR 17. Yeah. <laughs> so they that jumps them right up there. Um, there is That's a fun. frost giant of evil water, and they keep the neutral evil thing with all these. Um, Everlasting one. The yep. uh, It's basically an elemental prince. Yeah, it's it's the it's oh, okay. icy water. It's, so it's kind of like a merfolk frost giant. And then you have a frost morn, which is an undead frost giant, which is not just the typical undead frost giant, which you see a lot of the time. Oh. It is a dishonorably murdered frost giant, and they rise as a frost morn okay. and are driven for vengeance. So it's a little bit like a revenant, a frost giant revenant. Um, yeah, basically, it's exactly what they are. This, this was someone goes, I don't know, let's make a frost giant revenant. Um, and I was wrong, there's four stat blocks. There's the fury of a word that I can't oh. even begin to pronounce, cost chichi. Um, basically these are cursed demon cursed frost giants and they are, that is exactly what they are. They're fiends. They're frost giant right. fiends. Well, you know, and, and Fizzbands so. did that a lot. They gave you, that's where you got the, um, the elder brain dragon. They, they created those variations. Elder those brain ones, dragon. Yeah. All right. So cool. Yeah. But so what was your favorite giant? Hmm. Well, 5e came on strong level up. 5e came on strong with the, the grabbing and the, and the throwing and the better, you know what though? Shame yeah. on all of them for just calling it rock. I will put that out there. <laughs> I know at least rock. <laughs> Why not call it boulder? <laughs> you just make it so. But uh, boy, it's rock. You know what? I would say level up 5e wins because. Right? It's hard. And only because I looked through the rest of Flea Mortals and the Frost Giant was one of the least developed of their dragon kind of their dragon kin. So they didn't put a ton into them compared to tons right. of fire. As you said, they're that. stone giants, tons. Um, hill giants have like two versions. The frost giants have like two mm -hmm. versions. So they definitely show their preference there. I guess. I didn't look at storm giant, but yeah, I, I, oh man, yeah. I, I, I think I have to give up, give it up to level up too. 
I, um, however, not to knock the idea the of a Flea Mortals Frost Giants. That wind, that wind sprinter quickly. is awesome. And the art, and, you know, way cooler armor, way more the idea of what I have in mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And let's bring it back to the table for a second. <laughs> Here's the fun fact. I own all the books. There's nothing yeah. stopping me have one of them from and having a wind sprinter. one of you each. Know, yeah. Have a wind sprinter next to a level up one. Throw in some monster manual ones just to like Frost, it's not tease as bad as the people thought. into thinking, yeah. oh, these are just mo- eh, Frost Giants. They're not that bad. They knock out a couple. Yeah, exactly. And you can also, it says right in the opening of Flea Mortals, that oh, yeah. it gives an That'd example of too. Frost Giant minions. You could literally have a room of 20 Frost Giants, which count as mm-hmm, four mm-hmm, mm-hmm. CR8 yeah. creatures. And then you you guys are like shooting an arrow and slaying through them dozens yeah, at a time. You, could. you can kill so It would be funny to have the Wind Sprinter and the level but 5e together. That's, and then the, I, that's, the level up 5e is like afraid of the fireball all of a sudden. The Wind Sprinter's like, what the heck is wrong with you? <laughs> because you wouldn't have the same mechanic. <sighs> That's 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 Thorfir. He's afraid which of fire. Would, I'm not. Which would Rah. also be <laughs> here. Do you know what which I'm going to do to you? Which also players would actually be Rock. fascinatingly frustrating. You hit one. He's scared. He's stunned. You're like, oh, sweet, hit him, and then they're like at disadvantage. This is great, I, and then come barreling past you and knocks you down. Yeah. So just as like a general DMing thing, that's what I would think. It would be really. That's a way to make the combat encounter incredibly dynamic and 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 interesting for the players in that that they can't. It's harder yeah. to get a grasp on. Okay, wait. Is this the one that if I hit with fire, it runs away? Is or is this one not? Yeah, and you've got. True. But it, then the hard thing is that's much harder for the DM. Yeah, the layers. Because now go you're juggling right. three different stat blocks for the same monster. Um, but I. That's what I think I want to do. Is I want to just be like, here's a flea mortals ice giant frost giant. Here's a level up frost giant. Mm-hmm, and here mm-hmm. there's some basic monster manual minion ones in the front and i love the idea of fighting through a room full of minions it's no big deal guys watch this and they hit it with the axe and it just that goes would be doink, doink. and it picks him up and yeah, flings that's him the real one yep. that one wasn't a minion <laughs> the minion that's, is in another that's one of the real ones so <laughs> yeah that actually was that was great wow so that was super fun this has been my yeah. like one of my favorite things I, that we've done is going through these you know monsters. i did want to move on to an estrog thing but i am almost um, like almost close this off as a series and just spend some time doing dragons would be pretty fun we could we could do dragons um so like yeah dragons would be a nice high level thing you could do liches or vampires i would say those would be the three biggies vampire lich uh, or a dragon to hmm. end up the series i kind of want to go dragon because i want to go into because i'm pretty sure Teldori. Reborn has its Chroma Conclave in there. Those dragons. Well, they, aren't they all? Spe- I mean, Flea Mortals. I oh, think is it? Has, but those specific are specific dragons, well. dragons, right? Because we could use Fizzbands, Flea Mortals. Oh, yeah. Flea Mortals has specific ones, too. So, yeah. yeah. Let's do dragon. Do we want to pick a. Yeah, we could. Okay. So, you want to do dragons? I would dragons think we'll might be a to. dragons might be more than one That'd part. Be fun. Yeah, we might have to do two episodes on dragons, but that closes us out, and then we can totally. kind of come back yeah, to Estrock. Sure. And I'd like to know. I'd like to build some more Estrock monsters. Yeah. So kind of like take these into account and let's Wait, build some Estrock monsters. Are we so crazy? Right. Do we build so followers at home? We already Wait. talked about goblins. Do we do Estrockian Hellhound, Estrockian Frost? Okay, perfect. Yep, perfect. Okay. Oh yeah, no, that was that was sort of what I was thinking. Let's let's look at the hell. Okay, we looked at the Hellhound. Let's come back to the Hellhound. All right, we did an episode on Hellhounds. Yeah. We'll link to it in the show notes. Yeah, perfect. What's a Hellhound in Estorok? Because instead of being powered by infernal energy, it's powered different by revergent, revergent qualities chaos. Per head. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's got a stone, a stone yes. dragon, uh, How cool would that a be? vegetal yeah. goat, and uh, look at this. Oh my god, yeah. that's so fun. Yeah, because and we can go through those. Mm-hmm. Um, that quick revergent template for monsters yeah, cool. that I give in, there we can kind of like there finish that off and use that to kind of build things. Yep. All right. We'll so talk dragons off air next about week. What we'll focus on, but yeah. All right, yep. folks, it's that time. We're getting to dragons. Well, that's what we'll just. We should maybe. Do we have a specific color we want to focus? on? I mean, on? the natural is to say red dragons. That would go the opposite of frost. Okay, so that'll be. Um, but it. Mm, it would. <laughs> <laughs> Red Dragon, see, I don't know, the fire stuff, I always well, get away from the fire it stuff is, because I feel like it's which, so cliche. Because of the cliche, well, well, it almost makes you see, well, which is what we're doing, because I know, it is I cliche. Know. How did they make this more interesting? You know, it's like, I've seen the Red Dragon, let's see how each of these guys handles mm-hmm. uh, making their Red Dragon more interesting. So, for Xantarillus, oh, for Xantarillus for- is their Red Dragon, and it's called a Blood Dragon, the Blood Dragon known as... For Xantarillus. It's a creature of ash and cinder. Naturally. Wreathed in all. flames. All right. So we'll... 
We may have to dis- we may have to discuss anger. this more to see which dragon to focus on. Yeah, because these are specific dragons. These are like legendary. Uh, well, this in Monstrous Menagerie, this would be the equivalent. Forzon Tyrillus. Um, oh, is, is that what it is? Forzon Tyrillus. Forzon Tyrillus or whatever. I mean, Forzon Tyrillus. Yeah. Awesome picture though. It's a cool dragon mm-hmm. picture. But that ice dragon, there, the white dragon, looks amazing. I don't know. We'll talk about this all later. Why don't we let people go go to sleep? Or by yes. that I mean us, because Enola the Enola the podcast dog is losing it. Yeah, we should. Yes. Right frame. Or get to work. <laughs> She's. All right. Well, hey, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. That's all the time we have uh, for more information or to prove the address of our creations. Uh, our website out. is www.fourthpillarofplay.com. <laughs> all spelled out. <laughs> yeah. um, and give us a like or a follow on Instagram. Um, but that's all we giants. have for the evening. Yep. That was fun. Thank you for talking about yeah, dragons. Or, uh, Actually. You know, giants. Thank you for talking about giants with me. Thank you, everyone. Um, and thank you at home for listening to giants. And hey... We look forward to creating more with with you. you.